Good morning, guys. It's Alejandra. And it's Mojo. And welcome to Soul Artistry Radio. It is Monday morning. Thank you so much for listening in and for joining us this morning. Um, before we begin, we wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors. So our first sponsor today is most definitely um, Sergeant Art. So they provide us with the best quality um, paint materials at the most affordable price. And then the other sponsor, as a lot of you guys already know, because we kind of like talk about them all the time because we use them all the time. Especially the last two weekends. Yes, uh, is Bungie. And they are your friend with a truck, and they operate just like Uber, but for trucks. So you can go ahead and check them out. They Download their app. Their promo codes that we have for them are in the bio, Air Art and Gotham Mojo. But we're going to go ahead and type that out for you guys. Yes. Um, so we are getting started on Monday. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I realized lately when the topic for today is what is a healthy relationship. Okay. And I think this is an important one to cover just because like so many people find themselves wanting to be in a relationship but don't necessarily know what to do once they're in one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us think we have the tools for a healthy relationship but we might not necessarily have them. Mm-hmm. So especially with all like, okay, because there's been so many documentaries lately kind of calling out like pedophiles and yeah like, and like really like getting into it and like michael jackson damn it i gotta get rid of all of my michael jackson yeah. stuff yo but like there's been so much of that and it's so what i've seen is that there's like a constant pattern between people not knowing that they're in a bad situation yeah or like what a uh, good relationship looks like uh it, even for me like i i for a long time didn't know what a you know a healthy um, relationship look like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like um with with with, with your significant other mm-hmm. you know so I think that seeing these documentaries lately seeing like how um you know manipulation happens but also like what what the different the, layers yeah the different layers of it and also like you know when it comes to like being with you know like us being together and stuff like that things that I was never like accustomed to in a relationship like wow like I really have to do this now i gotta like stay stay on top of you know um you mean like a healthier option yeah like healthier option okay. like what what are what are the healthy options of mm-hmm. of relationships because i mean watching the michael jackson thing like that that broke my heart dude like yeah. you know i was that kid like like oh, like like tearing my t-shirt my hey t-shirt you know what i mean um and and now i'm just like wow like so I want to ask you a question about like healthy relationships or or how about this um well i wanted to say something because the reason that you know i kind of brought this up when we were talking about this morning like what do we want to talk about is because this girl that i went to high school uh with posted on facebook about how um which i commend her because i don't think i would have had the courage to put this out there but she you know put it out there that she her marriage was coming to an end and she kind of like let out all the secrets of this abuse that had gone on for 10 Mm. years between her and her spouse and you know physical abuse verbal abuse emotional abuse the whole thing and as i was reading you know her statement and basically what she had been going through i realized like man like this is such a common story you know and you know as someone who's been in abusive relationships before Mm. It really, it's so funny because I think especially for women, you kind of think like, oh, I'm like a strong woman. Like that wouldn't be me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, there's no way that I would ever end up. And we, and we place such a judgment on the women who do. And that to me is like super fucked up because 
you really don't know what's happening until you're in it and you know i've always considered myself like a strong woman i've always felt like okay yeah i'm pretty high standard when it comes to men Mm -hmm. and even still i found myself in really detrimental relationships and abusive ones so let's first talk about like signs Mm -hmm. that you're in a really that you're you know on the brink of you know being in one of, of brink, being one because it's so much easier to stop it before it kind of spins out of control yeah i think uh you know for me I've, I've been in um a relationship like that but mine was more um uh verbal and emotionally abusive mm-hmm. um and i was in two of those before and i think and what were some warning signs like in the beginning to kind of let you know that that's what was happening I think the first one sounds was my, my friends being like, no, like, don't do it. Like, when your know, friends and family don't Yeah, do my it. friends and family didn't approve, like, don't do it. That's a big thing, right? Because they, they, you know, I, I think why that's so important is because they, they can see what's going on, like, objectively, right? Like, so, like, they... And they love you. They so. love you, so they, they want to protect you, too. Like, mm-hmm. they want to kind of see, like, okay, is, is this person person really care about my son or my daughter or my nephew or niece and so what's and that's sorry that's so important mm-hmm. because when you introduce a spouse or a partner or a boyfriend or girlfriend to your friends and family that's a big moment right that's so a huge moment it's important because they're not judging the person it's not like they're looking at the person and thinking would i date them what this is why this is so important they're looking at that person and saying how do they interact with the person that I really care about? Right. You know, via my be it my friend or my family member, right? right? How do they treat the family member? How do they treat the friend? Right. How do they show, you know, do they get along? It's like, what's the body language? Like, that's what they're looking at. Whereas when you're in a relationship, you can't study your own relationship while you're in it. It's right. hard to do that. So your friends and your family are looking out for all the things that... You know your infatuation is with the person their curiousness and their they're intrigued by how does how does this person treat the person that i mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. which is a very different perspective yeah so that that was like the first thing i think the second thing is like you don't really know the signs until it, it makes you feel a certain way right so i think one of the signs that i had early on was like um I felt like I had to be around them. Otherwise, like they were, they would be unhappy with me, right? Did you even want to be around them? No, I didn't. Like I didn't. And I made made it very clear that I like not want that, you know. And but it was like more like, come on, like it's like almost like forcing me to like being or or like um, convincing me that this I should do this because I've given you this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus it being like so, like it, it, tallies, right? Yeah, it's like 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 uh, tallying I this up. For you, so you need to come do this for me, right? You gotta do this for me. Which, so. P.S. By the way, nobody owes you shit, right? And you don't owe anybody else shit, right? So then I like at that point I was like, all right, now I'm in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, fuck, like I really don't want to be in this. Like I wasn't prepared to be in one. So that's a so. That, that's a small way to say controlling. Yes, like absolutely. And that, and that was the first sign. Of that it. was the first sign. Because there yeah, are yeah. so many signs in the beginning of an unhealthy relationship that you're in when you just don't realize it. But mm-hmm. being controlling, that's such a good one. Because like, um, when I've been in an abusive relationship, because I've been in, I've been in like two. Mm-hmm. I've been in two um, 
emotional, verbal, and physical relationships. Mm. Um, and so the first signs for me were always a controlling thing, but I didn't really pick up on it um, in the beginning because at first it's like it's kind of like cute. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, like they're like they're just they care about me so. They're a little much. crazy that they would know, do this. So crazy, like you know, and the whole thing of like this is a big one where like I don't want you to wear that. I don't right. want you to wear that, and I and I don't mean like there's a difference between like hold on, we got Betty over here scratching. Betty, hey, hey, come here. Anyways, um, so not like I don't want you to wear that because like you know just have respect for the relationship. I think that's different. Right. Um, and when and the way they say it is very different too. Mm-hmm. If they're like, I'd rather you not. Like, could you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I have this friend who. Or have this friend. She never wore a bra. Mm. <laughs> ever. And when she started dating her now husband, he was like, yeah, you got to wear bras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to put the top ties that's, up. That's very different, I think, because it's just like, you know, he was, he just, you know, it's, and he was so sweet. He was so kind. But like, and, and that one thing, he was like, yeah, we all kind of understand that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's something where just like everything. Yeah, like how you wear your hair, how you what wear your you hair, wear. how you wear your your shoes, like what shoes you wear, like what you know, like mm-hmm. just being over the top or like controlling. Who are you talking to? You know, where were you? Like, what are you doing? Like all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. in the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, once you're kind of like dating someone, and I think those are kind of just like normal questions of just like, hey, you know, what are you up to? Mm-hmm. But when they're like, pay attention to the tone and energy when they're asking that question. Mm-hmm. Are they? asking out of like curiosity because it's just like conversation or are they asking because like they're waiting to disapprove or approve because mm. that's a big one like I could always when I was in those relationships I could always tell like when the question would be asked like the tone of the question was like who are you talking to yeah and they already have like um an idea of how they want to like respond to mm-hmm. your question Absolutely. you know so I, I, I remember this one time uh this is dude I was like I think I was like 20 I think I was like 21 I think this is this is like the first the first one um damn I actually had three dude uh anyway uh, I, I guess high school doesn't really count um but anyway the the second relationship I remember I was getting my hair braided right mm-hmm. so I was at the barbershop getting my hair braided and stuff like that and it was really late uh-huh. and you know we were supposed to hang out and stuff like that but I told her prior I was like I'm getting my, my hair braided so like this one had like longer hair and um, she was, she thought that I was lying, and that like I was with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I, and that I've never had any evidence or done anything to even make her believe that, right? Mm-hmm. So she blowing my phone up, right? Blowing it up. I'm like, oh my gosh. I hate that. I'm like, cause I me, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Like, first, cause I know what it feels like, but it also is like I feel like I couldn't move. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like... Um, you feel guilty for something you didn't even do. Yeah, like, and, 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 and I was that's in... That's a big... That's another sign. They make you feel guilty for things you didn't even do. Yes. Or, like or, the blame is constantly on you. Yeah, and it, it, it made me feel like... And, and what sucks is that that carried into, um, like, relationships after that because, like, I feel like I was always, like, proving that, like, I haven't, I haven't done anything, you know? And so I remember, like bringing my phone off the hook and then right after that calls my barbershop that's crazy so i was like like dude and so they was like man he like here you go right you know so i'm like dude and so i'm gonna explain to her like i don't want i'm not i don't it's not that i don't want to come see you it's because it's super 
it's super late. Like you're still braiding your hair. I'm saying like my, my hair braided at the barbershop. And then also that like my mom I'm in St. Louis. So my mom like, yo look, your ass is not finna be out hella late. Like, you know. So I, I think remember, that's yeah. That's a big one too. I remember one time I was dating this guy and you know, the one that was like abusive and he he called me. It was like I felt like I always had to have my phone right next to me. Yeah. Because if I missed the phone call or if I didn't respond to the text right away, I would have to explain. Mm-hmm. Like it was never just okay for me to be like, "Oh my bad," like I was in the shower. "Oh my bad," like I was, you know, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, talking to so and so." Like it was completely like a criteria of like, no, when I call and when I text, like you better answer immediately. Mm-hmm. And that to me, like now looking back, it was like I was just constantly on edge. Mm-hmm. I was constantly like scared. I was constantly nervous. Another thing was like I would, I was always scared that a fight was about to break out. Mm-hmm. Like I was just, you know, constantly like, oh my god, like I gotta say the right thing, I gotta mm-hmm. do the right thing, cause like. And that's stressful. That is, it was very stressful. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you know me, I don't even like break out. I was breaking out. Like I was breaking out. I wasn't working out. I wasn't like doing what I normally do that I love because like. I was I was just stressed out like he was stressing me the fuck out because everything was just like you know like everything he was just watching my every single move and if I didn't do exactly what he wanted to do then I was about to hear it and I was about to be called names and I was about to right. be disrespected and yeah. I was about to be you know even like shut where's it where's he at no <laughs> no like it was like it was always on that point it was never just calm. Mm-hmm. It was never just peaceful. And I know for some of you guys listening, it's kind of like, well, why the fuck were you even with him? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that, you know, for those of you guys who've never been in an abusive relationship and you don't know, like, what that's like, well, when things weren't like that, he was like Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, serving me anything that I wanted and like any gifts that I wanted and always like taking me out and just like, you know, catering to me in every single way. So it was night or day. There was no difference. There was no in-between. And, you know, obviously in in a relationship, you're going to have ups and downs, but there's a huge difference. Like, there's the fights where the respect is known. Mm -hmm. The respect is known, so it's more like a discussion. Mm -hmm. You know, you're having a discussion with this person, and it is an argument, and there can be, like, tension and energy behind that. But it's different when it's abuse, mm-hmm. when it's disrespectful, when someone is calling your name, calling you names, when someone's like cussing you out, when they start to get handsy and like all these different things. Like you will see there's a huge difference. Like, you know, Mojo and I have a rule now when we talk in fights, it's like we don't cuss. Mm-hmm. We don't cuss. And I'm the type of person too where like I need a break and I need to walk away mm-hmm. and I need to just give me a moment, you know, because I need to like kind of recoup and get my energy straight before I can even like revisit this conversation yeah and that's and i think that's something i've learned um like in our relationship is like listening to the other person right so for me like i used to just think like we just got to get through get through the whole like fight now Mm -hmm. right so like so that when we're done with the fight then it's behind us versus like this like person, dragging it out. Yeah, or, or this person, because that's what I've seen, right? But so I've seen that. Sometimes it's not dragging it out. Sometimes it really is just like giving the person a moment. Yeah, and and, and also seeing that like this person saying like, "Hey, I just need to go outside for a minute," mm-hmm. you know, versus like continue to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know. By the way, another sign because I I'm like having things come back to me. Another sign was. Um, 
kind of pulling you away from your friends and your family. Oh my gosh. Really, yes. Like, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of mm-hmm. making it like, no, it's just us. Like, why do, you have, <clears throat> why do we have to go hang out with them? Or like, why do you need that? Like, why am I not enough? Like, just, just us two. Mm-hmm. Just us two. And let me explain why this is so dangerous and why this is so important that they do this. Um, like abusers do this is because they want you to be so dependent on them mm-hmm. and make you feel like you need me, you need me, you need me so that you kind of get stuck in a mental trap of, oh my God, I, I need this person. Mm-hmm. And even though they abuse me, they love me. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, in order for me to grow and to be who I want to be, I, I need them. Yeah. I need their help. And, and, no, and look, and the reason they separate you two is like, look, nobody else is helping you like I am. Right. Nobody else is there for you like I am. Mm-hmm. Nobody loves you like I am. And which is such a fucked up thing to say <coughs> because it's almost to say like you're not even lovable. Right. But only by this one person. Only by me. I am just so gracious that I love you. Yeah. And it's, it's like th- those people, I think those people really have really something wrong with them um, far as like for, for real because... They're just going through their own things. Yeah. And, and they need to and, figure it out. And they think that... They think that's they, how you love. Yeah, and they also are convincing themselves that they are okay. Like, so, I had I had a situation like that, too. But my situation was... Okay, <clears throat> men being... Men being... <coughs> excuse me. Betty, stop doing that. Okay, I love you, dog. Okay. Um, so, one, one thing that I think is kind of crazy um is i had this situation where the woman that i was talking to was very controlling right she's very controlling so for a long time like you you just automatically associate uh abusive relationships with men doing it to women Mm-hmm. Right, but women do it to men. But women do it to men, and the and the, the thing that's so scary about it is that like they can, it's almost like they can get away with it, right? So they can get away with like hitting you, like slapping you, and things like that, or like or they shouldn't get away. With it. They shouldn't get away, with it, but they they do though, right? So for me, one of those one of those ways was like I was in college, and I remember that like the girls dating at the time that I did not want to be dating. Um, I was in our dorm room, so we just hanging out and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, we just we just kicked it for a while and stuff like that. Like, just chilling, just chilling, talking, having fun, you know. And I was like, all right, well, I'm about to go hang out with my friends and play a game. She was like, why are you going over there with them? I was like, because I want to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just simple as that. Like, it wasn't like I don't want to spend more time with you. It was just like I want to go hang out with them mm-hmm. and I'm gonna come back, right? She was like, no, 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 and she was kind of playfully doing this, right? Then. She, I'm about, I get up and I'm about to walk out of the door. I'm like, I'll be back. She gets up and blocks the door. Mm. Right? So she gets up, so blocks blocking the, the door. Blocking the door. Blocking the door. So I'm like, You will get shoved the fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, and then, so think about this. Me, I'm a young black male, like in, in like rural Missouri, like in college, stuff like that. And this girl is standing in front of the, in front of the thing, in front of the door. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. So, so then it's like, and, and like, she playfully like, like standing in front of the door. And I'm like, can you, and I'm like getting serious. Like, can you please like mm-hmm. get out of the way? Right. Um, and it took her a while to like literally like get out front of the door you know what i'm saying because i i i just did not want to like 
put my hands on her to like move her out the way and then hear like, oh you pushing me you, yeah. you know so I was like you know so here it is I'm stuck yeah so the reason why you feel stuck yeah so the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's not just you know it's not just men doing it to women it's women doing it to men as well for sure and I will speak on that because I have a really close person in my life who is a man and he was in a really toxic verbally and emotionally abusive relationship and I witnessed a lot of it and you know she kind of just didn't have any filter when it came to like what was on her mind and you know there were many times where she would be cussing him out or insulting him be like you fucking loser like this mm. like really like just being super disrespectful in front of you know other people and it blew my mind so many times it was just like how do you like what is going what is even going on behind closed doors if you have the audacity to do this in front of people in front of people that love him right you know and like that's scary too right so like you know what's what's going on in front of other people is just of like a tiny sliver of what's going on behind closed doors <laughs> right it's so terrifying it can be so bad i'll never forget when i this is a big one for me like one of the big signs and then once we're done with this we're gonna talk about healthy signs because right. i'm gonna talk about this too much more right, right. Um, it's actually like not fun but i remember i wasn't myself Mm. Yeah, I you kind of start changing. I started changing. Like I didn't even recognize who I really was anymore, and that started to really frighten me. You know, mm. I'm, I've always been like a very energetic, outgoing person. I was always like outspoken, I opinionated. Like I'm, I'm, I really am like one of those people that's just like I'm gonna do it my way, and I'm okay with that. And if you're not okay with that, I, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but like I have to you know, live my life for me, mm-hmm. you know, and if I would get in, I just have never had a problem speaking my mind mm-hmm. with him. I could not speak my mind because I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was scared of what would happen if I did. Mm-hmm. And I remember a girlfriend of mine, really close and God bless her for this. Cause I wasn't texting my friends. I wasn't like calling them. I wasn't socializing with them. And she called me one day and I happened to be by myself. And so I picked up. And she was like, you know, the rest of us have a text without you where we check in with each other. Has anybody heard from Alejandra? Mm-hmm. Like, has anybody gotten a call from her? Has anybody gotten a text from her? She was like, because we're scared for you. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't like him at all. They were like, we're, she was like, we're scared for you. Like, we, and she was like, and I'm sorry. And she was like, Alejandra, you've always had such a bright light. Like, you've always been this light. And she mm-hmm. was like, it's dwindling like I don't even recognize you anymore like you're not the same person you're disappearing in front of us Mm -hmm. and it completely shook me up Mm -hmm. so if you're a friend and you are witnessing your friend in an abusive relationship because that was a really bad relationship for me you know I did end up getting like physically abused especially Mm -hmm. when I tried to leave Mm -hmm. it was really bad um Mm -hmm. which I don't need to go into the story but it was a really bad night and Mm -hmm. um so I when that happened though it woke me up mm-hmm. so if you have a friend that's in an abusive relationship and you're torn on like how do i say this to her like how do i or him how do mm-hmm. i let them know that like i see all this just fucking say it mm-hmm. and say it from a place of like i love you and i'm scared for you and this isn't okay this isn't right like you deserve more you mm-hmm. deserve someone who's not going to treat you like this and it's going to be yeah. respectful to you um you know it's say that please because it's so important like if you can see the manipulation if you can see the abuse and your friend 
who you thought could be able to see it doesn't say it to them because sometimes they need that rude awakening from someone that they love of just like yo you gotta wake up yeah you know and i i want to say something about that too is also like um you have to you you don't deserve that type of treatment no that's not love and, and yeah because i post that relationship like i let a lot of stuff ride because our relationship was so toxic that like um, I accepted not, things. You know what I'm saying? Really, what's funny to me is like you're not even really using the examples that are even deeper than this. Mm-hmm. Like this relationship that he's describing, like she was really verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. saying shit like you're not shit, mm-hmm. you'll never be anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like who the fuck do you think you are? You're just a fucking loser. Like mm-hmm. she was saying this kind of stuff to him on top of being controlling and everything like that. So like. You're not even mentioning that, which I have to like tell you. Right, right, right. Like, right, 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 right. Because it wasn't more than just like, oh, blocking the door when you wanted to go play video games with mm-hmm. your friends. It mm-hmm. was way more than that. Yeah, super. So, so much more than that. Um, and I think I got to a point where I thought that I was like, it's okay, let it rock. Like it doesn't like it's whatever. Like, and I was allowing it to happen, and I felt like it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like I deserved that because like. Here it is. I'm the one that, like, I'm responsible for being in a relationship that I didn't want to be in kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, I just have to say this before we get into what is a healthy relationship. If you feel it in your gut, if yeah. you're dating and in the beginning of dating this person, let's say, like, that first month when you're kind of just, like, getting to know them and things are starting to, like, happen. If you are dating... So in the beginning of a relationship, there's this, you're going to get a feeling. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to really trust your instinct, especially when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get a feeling of, ooh, that doesn't feel right. Or, ooh, that doesn't feel good. And when you get that feeling, listen to it. Because when the relationship is for you and this person is treating you well with respect and it's going in a good direction you won't get that feeling Mm -hmm. you'll get the opposite feeling which is oh that feels really good and oh this feels great and oh this is so easy which is what you're looking for Mm -hmm. as soon as you get that "Mm, that feels really off like or oh i don't like the way that feels or you know, ooh, I didn't like that comment. You know, that was like harsh. Yeah. Or something. Or, or something feels good, but but you know it was wrong. Like you know, like what happened before was not good. You know, like so. What I mean is like having like a terrible argument, but then like they're, yeah, they're, they're trying to like lick the wound like mm-hmm. right after like yeah. it happened. You know, and so like that because it feels good to be like oh okay they really do care about me but like all this other other shit that just happened before that you know um so so now i want to talk about what are signs for a healthy relationship mm -hmm. because that's a lot more pleasant yeah it's a lot more pleasant and then i I think that unfortunately and i I don't i used to think this and maybe i'm wrong for thinking this but i used to think that you have to go through like terrible relationships in order to understand like what a good one looks like mm-hmm. or, or or which what you should be looking for in a good one um, which isn't necessarily the case and a lot of people get you know their ideas of, of what a relationship is supposed to look like from their parents um and or you know the person that your parent dated 
mm-hmm. or was with. So you get to see, you know, what is a relationship here. But trust me when I say it is completely okay to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, to give yourself that freedom of, you know what, I want to build what I think a healthy relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. I want to study people who have a healthy relationship, who I admire with the way that they talk to each other and respect each other. I want to look at those relationships and really try to emulate that. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's something I had to do. I had to kind of start from scratch and be like, okay, definitely don't want to keep repeating that. How do I start this from fresh? And honestly, the best thing I did for myself was I took care of me Mm -hmm. and I grew to love myself in such a strong, positive, beautiful way that it showed other men how I deserve to be loved Mm -hmm. because it wasn't until I loved myself properly that other people knew how to love me that same way. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got to that place of like, okay, this is how I'm going to love myself and this is how I'm going to treat myself. It was after like those abusive relationships this is how I'm going to take care of myself. It was actually the best thing for me because it just like, man, like, did I have to grow? And man, did I have to like step up for myself? Um, Mm -hmm. Because at that point I had isolated myself to the point where really nobody else could save me but me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so once I did that, everybody in my life that I was dating and I started dating and I was like single again, they were all really good men. They were just great men, you know, because they were emulating the type of love that I was giving myself and they treated me with respect and they spoke to me with respect and they did court me in really nice ways and I didn't have to pay for it not not physically financially pay for it. I mean like emotionally because that's the thing when you're in an abusive relationship they emotionally make you pay for it it's mm. like well I'm gonna do this for you but then you know later you're gonna get some you, you're gonna have to pay the price for it mm-hmm. which you should never have to do that mm-hmm. um, so once I started dating and I started to really kind of set the standard of, okay, what kind of relationship do I want? Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you and I met. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to see like, oh, like mm-hmm. this is what a healthy relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. This is how easily it flows. And this is how like respected I feel. And this is how like Mojo for me was like, he was just so kind. Mm-hmm. Like he was so kind like he would never like he just didn't have it in him to do that mm-hmm. you know anything near what had happened before so it was just like it was this feeling of like I'm safe mm-hmm. I really am safe with this person mm-hmm. and there were no red flags in the beginning of like no I'm not there mm-hmm. was no like gut instinct of you're in a bad place mm-hmm. with the wrong person there was none of that it was like this constant feeling of everything's okay mm-hmm. and it's okay to let your guard down here mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the big key for me because like after my relationships and stuff, I went to a place where I was just like I was really selfish and I was um I think I guess the best way to say it is like I um I was just too afraid. I was too afraid to go through that again, like where I felt like those are like relationship norms. Like mm-hmm. that in, in relationships that's what it looks like. You know, that's what love's supposed to look like, right? And so, and it's not, not, you know what I mean? Like I've seen like, you know, my friends go through relationships as like super young and things like that. And them going through really like serious things and me helping them with their their stuff, you know, like, damn, like that's what this looked like. Yes. So for me, it gets people like they always ask, like, or they always say relationships are hard. Yeah. And so for me, no, they're not. Yeah. And I I took that to heart because I saw so much. And, and a lot was happening to me and it was a lot happening to my friends and things like that and so I was like you know what 
single time. Yeah. And 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 I, I just wasn't okay with letting anyone in. Like I was just not okay with that. So I think that um but that changed for me when I just saw that there was nothing out here, right? So, so like, so like, and, and, and that's no disrespect to, to to anyone, no any woman or anything. There wasn't anything out there for you at the time. Yeah, at the time, like I like I wasn't given anything, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm, we going. weren't getting anything. I wasn't getting anything, right? So I'm, I'm not giving anything. Like I'm just like, you know, what's up? You know, let's hang out. Cool, you do? Yay? No? All right, whatever. And then I keep moving. Mm-hmm. But it, it got to a point where it was like. I'm not giving anything, and so I shouldn't expect anything. So after that, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should um, date with intention. So I was like, I need to, um, you know, figure out what I want. Like, what what does that look like? And what do what do what I need in a relationship? And what do I don't need? And I started to date in um, with intention. So during that time, like the women were canceling themselves out more so than me being the one like. Cause I saw like so I felt okay with being like, ah, you know this this might not work out or like I tried and it's cool, but when me and you started talking, um, I had way more faith like in in a relationship and stuff. And when we started talking, I was like, dude, like I didn't think I could do this again. Like I didn't think that I could. Um, that you had the ability to open up like that. Yeah, like because I, I opened up fast because it took me a while to open up. Like, it took me a really long time to open up. Well, because when you're in a healthy relationship or at the beginning of a healthy relationship, there's a comfort there. Mm-hmm. There's a comfort and, like, a pleasant feeling of, I can really fully be myself with this person mm-hmm. and I don't feel judged. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in an abusive relationship, you constantly feel judged. And yeah. you feel like you can't admit certain things about yourself. And you feel like you can't talk about certain things about yourself. Because that person might judge you or call you out and then punish you for those things mm-hmm. that, you know, you might not even be doing in that moment anymore. But when you're in a healthy relationship, there is no judgment. Mm-hmm. It's such a safe place. Like, you can talk about anything. You can reveal your secrets. You can, like, you know, open the, the curtain to, you know, all the skeletons in your closet. Like, you can do that with this person because, like, the energy is so different. Mm-hmm. And it really is an energy thing. Like, mm-hmm. The energy is just different. Like, the vibe is just different. Like, I felt safe with you. I felt like I could just talk to you, and I, I didn't feel like you would hold it against me or that you would punish me for anything. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like we were just forming a friendship, and I felt accepted. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's important. Like, you, you have to feel like this person is really hearing you out and that they're, um, they're actually invested in you you know what i mean like where if if i'm talking about something in my past like you know if i'm talking about like um dating before dating before like, like that is like you know are you stupid for being in that relationship no, you know what i'm like, saying yeah like we just that's no there's and the thing is too like in a healthy relationship the first layer is respect mm-hmm. is respect it's like it's just it's kind of you set the tone Mm-hmm. You set the tone and you don't cross that line. Mm-hmm. It's like, here we are. We respect each other. And 
because of that, we're not going to cross any really unnecessary unnecessary lines. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you build. That's the base. And then from there, you just start building on it. It's like, okay, well, now we have friendship, and now we have love, and now we have admiration, and now we have like real gratitude, like real mm-hmm. appreciation for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just keep building on that, and it's such a. It just feels so much lighter. Yeah. If you're in a relationship and it feels like weight, it's most likely not the relationship for you. Right. You should feel light in your relationship. You should feel safe in your relationship. You should feel like I'm already complete and this person is just adding to my life. Like they're just like a great addition that I don't want to be without. Right. You know, like our friendship is just so great. Like I have such a wonderful time when I'm with this person. Like, you know, I laugh so much. I feel good. You Mm -hmm. know, like I can still do my own thing and it's okay. Like Mm -hmm. those are all signs that you're in a healthy relationship. And if it's the opposite, then run for the hills yeah like run for the just, hills. and it's hard and i get it like it's hard to just run for the hills because usually at that point you're kind of stuck in it but there is an aha moment and maybe even this podcast is your aha moment mm-hmm. but there is an aha moment and if you don't want to wait for the aha moment to come to come just give it to yourself mm-hmm. give yourself that freedom of i don't need this I don't mm-hmm. need this. I don't deserve this. Like, and I refuse to let my life be like this. Mm-hmm. It could be so much better than this, and I don't fucking want this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're feeling stressed and anxious, like, just fucking get out of it. Whatever you gotta do, call the people who you know and love that are really there for you because they will be there for you. Mm-hmm. And build without it. Yeah. Build without that person because you can. You can restart from scratch, and I promise you, it will be better. Yeah, I think. Uh, another thing for the listeners out there, I think something that's really important is I understand like how how much of a challenge this is at first, but like I really believe like communication. A lot of people believe that they're really good at it, but it's like being able to communicate like um, how you feel, how you feel, and like, but it's also like you have to. It has to be in a safe place where like when you do talk about something that like. They actually are listening whether they want to hear it or not. And I think that, like, in any relationship, you want to be heard, right? Like, everyone wants to be heard. It can't just be one person feeling, like, heard. Talking to the other. Yeah, like, one, at only, the other. Yeah, at the other. Or at that person. Whatever that person says is always the one that goes. And what you say means nothing, right? So, that's really important. And also, just kind of thinking about, like, when you are asking someone or, or telling someone about something that you know what you're going through is like come up with a a um like a playbook where like hey these are the things that really bother me or these are the bad things that have happened to me in in uh disagreements and things like that so these are the things that i'm used to seeing and doing and these are the things that you used to seeing and doing and like how do we like all right well these are not okay these these are okay but these are not okay yeah like you know it's what I'm okay saying? to set a new standard for your new relationship absolutely so to like say yeah. like listen this is something i absolutely won't tolerate right like I won't there's tolerate nothing that. wrong with that like mm-hmm. i have no i had no problem saying to mojo at the beginning i will not tolerate disrespect i will not tolerate mm-hmm. you talking to me a certain way i will not tolerate you ever putting your hands on me like mm-hmm. if it ever comes to that like that is the final straw. Mm-hmm. I don't need to learn that lesson again. Right. Absolutely. You know and, that, and that's because like past relationships taught you like that is that's just not, not love. That's not love. That is right? not love. Like, mm-hmm. and I cannot say that over and over again. Like love does not hurt like that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Love can be compromising and love can be like, okay, you know, sacrificing a little bit for the person. And, but it should not take away your happiness. Yeah. If it's taking mm. away your happiness and if it's actually emotionally painful mm-hmm. over and over again, that's not love. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. Like, I'm in love right now and I'm in a healthy relationship and I wish... I would have known that, like, it was literally a moment of, oh, wow, like, this is what a healthy relationship is like. Yeah. And if you are not having that clarity in a relationship currently that you're in, that's a bad sign. Mm -hmm. Because a good, healthy relationship feels like a good, healthy relationship. Yeah. And a bad, toxic, abusive relationship feels like a bad, toxic, abusive relationship. You'll feel it. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to that. Yeah, I think you you said something that was really um uh really really important is like knowing that like what type of relationship you're in because like me I don't think I was ever in a like really good relationship until Alejandra mm-hmm. like and so for me I didn't know what that looked like yeah you get what I'm saying so now it's like oh wow like it's it's okay to have a disagreement because I thought that like having a disagreement meant the, the relationship was coming to an end you know what I mean or like a fight is coming to an end like the whole and I'm like dude like so now I, so for me I always had this myth that I was telling myself that relationships are supposed to be easy everything's supposed to flow and that there's no disagreement there's no things that it can like be easy and flow and you still have disagreements yeah that's and, fine like it's mm-hmm. like it's like your life can be beautiful and great and there still be some form of contrast of things you're not crazy about. That doesn't mean your life sucks. Mm-hmm. It just means like, oh, that was just something like you had to get over. Mm-hmm. Or that was just like a little dispute you had in your life. Like, that's normal. But when it becomes like you feel like your world is crumbling or you feel broken inside, mm-hmm. like that's how I finally felt at the end of the abusive relationship. Is like I felt completely shattered on the inside. I felt like someone had literally reached out and taken out everything I had left to give. Wow. You know, it's crazy. Like, I, and I, we're, we're going to wrap this up soon here. Um, one person said this to me one time. I thought this was super good. He was like, when you're communicating and you guys are like kind of bumping heads, and he was like, this is something I think is really good for anyone that is like, you know, you're having a disagreement with your significant other and stuff. And one of those things was, if you were to rate how upset you are at, at in this conversation, that would help, like, understand, like, okay, this is really serious for this person, or this is really not serious for this person. So he was like, like, in this conversation, he's like, I'm on 10, babe. What are you on right now? She's like, I'm on three. And so he's like, so he's like really angry, or not angry, but like really upset. frustrated and upset in the, in the conversation, but it really doesn't, it's not resonating with her as much as it is with him. So he was like, that let him know, like, okay, like, she kind of, like, she not necessarily not getting it, but it's more like... I'm not communicating properly. I'm not communicating properly, and that, like, it's, it's more of, like, let me just bring it down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and her to stay where she's at. You know what I'm saying? Let so me like, get control of my emotions. Right, let me get in control of my emotions so that, like, I can talk about it. So, um, and that's something I, I, I want to start too. doing, that right? So let's end, let's end it with this. What what is what's something that you would tell young Alejandra mm-hmm. in that in in these situations like younger cause younger it wasn't young young yeah you wasn't young young but like you, young. but you was young enough that you were like what would you tell young Alejandra um, to do in that situation but more importantly like 
what are some words of words of encouragement for her? Um, I would have told like if I could like sit and talk to her face to face. So like if you are in a situation or were in a situation, um, what would you have said to the person now that you're out of it? Like what would you say to that version of yourself that was stuck in there? Mm-hmm. I would have told her, it's not your fault. Like it's completely not your fault. You haven't done anything wrong. You just got completely manipulated into a situation. And this person's really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And if you really love yourself, and if you want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and if you want to get out of this, run. Mm-hmm. Run as far as you can from this person. Block the number. Block all contact. Just close the fucking book. Mm-hmm. And don't ever pick it up again. Because it's just not worth it. Nothing good is going to come from this person. Mm-hmm. Despite what they might try to convince you, nothing good is going to come from this person. And it will be probably the biggest lesson you'll ever learn in your life. And you'll take it with you forever. But you don't have to be stuck here emotionally, physically, mentally ever again. Mm-hmm. So run. Run. No, I like that. I like that. And what would you say to any man who's in a situation right now where he's blowing it off because it's a woman. Yeah, oh man. Um, I would say number one is that it's it's not unmasculine um, for this to happen to you. You know, this doesn't make you less of a man if a woman is being controlling over you and things like that. So be kind to yourself in that aspect. That's number one. Number two is that when you see the signs, like, run. Like, for real. Like, I think run is, like, the, the biggest thing. And also just, um, it's you don't deserve that. Like, you don't deserve the mistreatment. No matter what, what, whatever the past has, has brought and things like that into your life and stuff like that. Like, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve, like, the the bad language. Like, the... The um the pushing you to the your pushing edge. pushing you to your edge and expecting you not to 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 jump mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying like um because you're a man and be and because they know that you're respectful and things like that um like that's not fair um but also just knowing that um like I say you don't deserve it and like if you feel like you don't want to be in a relationship you don't have to mm-hmm. so don't be in it because she she's making you she's feel putting like pressure she's on putting you. pressure on you to do it. That's not love. That's important. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that this resonated with a lot of you guys. This is a very serious topic. Um, it's very important for people to talk about this because people need to know what a healthy relationship is and what the signs for an abusive relationship is. If you just listened and you want to reach out and you have, but you don't want to put it in our comments or reviews, that's fine. You can personally DM us on Instagram. Um, I know Mojo and I will definitely take the time to talk about this one because it's important. So thank you guys. Um, We hope that you have a good start to your day and and that you have a good start to your week. And again, if this resonated with you, remember like there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to be willing to go there. That's right. So, all right guys, I'm sending you all All up. Peace out.